add a new dimension to your week. Enjoy a unique radio program giving you spiritual knowledge, a guided meditation, and music from around the globe. Learn how to achieve a peaceful state of balance in your everyday life on the Sahaja Yoga Meditation Program. Sahaja Yoga Meditation Program on 2SCR. This is Madhavi speaking, along with Marcus and Shalini. As some of you may already know, Sri Madhaji Nimaladevi, the peacemaker of all times, a loving and loved spiritual leader who has transformed and fulfilled so many lives, the founder of Sahaja Yoga, I passed away peacefully on the 23rd of February 2011 in Genoa, Italy. She now lies to rest in India, in Delhi. Amongst the sadness, sadness has emerged a desire to follow last week's program and share with you some of Shimadaji's biography and some beautiful moments spent in Shimadaji's presence. We also would like to focus this program on the purpose of Sahaja Yoga, which is experiencing and sharing the love, the true and pure love, through this simple technique of meditation that is Sahaja Yoga, devised by Shimadaji, with the awakening of the Kundalini energy and the subtle opening of the seventh chakra called the Sahasrara, the thousand lotus petal situated at the level of the lambic area. When our attention, our Kundalini and our inner self, our spirit, are one in meditation, in pure mental silence at this level and above. We experience the most beautiful meditations which fill our lives with beautiful patterns and joy-giving moments to be shared with others. Of her life, Shimadaji was vowed for an extraordinary mission the awakening of the Kundalini Amas for the transformation of humanity. Herself had the full force of this Kundalini energy awakened. 
Shimaraji was born on March 21st. 1923 at Chinwara in a state presently known as Madhya Pradesh in center of India. A father's family, the Salves, are descendants of the historical famous Shalivahan dynasty of India. And Shalivahan means the carrier of the shawl of the goddess. A father, Sri Prasad Rao Krishnan Salve, was a leading barista, a great freedom fighter and very close to Mahatma Gandhi. Elected to the Constituent Assembly after India's independence, he was also a linguist who had mastered 14 languages and had translated the Holy Quran into Hindi. A mother was an honours graduate in mathematics and was equally enlightened. There is an interesting event that had forewarned the Salve couple about the advent of their special child. Being a well-known hunter and a friend of the local king, Sri Salve was invited by the king to help solve the threat of a man-eating tiger in the hills of Chinwara. Krishnan Rao Salve, accompanied by his pregnant wife, who had a very strong desire to see a tiger, responded to the invitation and settled themselves on a shelter built on the top of a tree for animal hunting. Being a full moon, it was a bright night and a tiger came into view. It was a very big tiger. As Sri Salve prepared for the shot and took aim, his wife, carrying a child in a womb, had an explainable feeling of compassion for the animal. She prevented her husband from shooting the tiger and the realized soul that Sri Salve was understood the significance. And he asked, is it the goddess Durga in your womb? And he put the gun down. When Shimaraji was born, she was pure, clean and without any blood on the body, hence she was named Nirmala, meaning the Immaculate. Nirmala's childhood was very special and full of indications about the role she would play in the future. We are going to, to listen now to a beautiful song called Divine Star by Santa Cecilia. Can you feel? 
Listening to the Sahaj Yoga Meditation Program on 2SR 107.3 FM. And we're going to continue this program by um, starting with a, a meditation. This meditation will uh, enable you to uh, go in a state of thoughtless awareness. Marcus, how does um, Sahaj Yoga Meditation work? I guess it's uh, first to explain what meditation is. Um, Meditation is getting into a state of what we call thoughtless awareness. So this is where we're completely alert and aware, but without any thought. And this state is achieved by the awakening of uh, energy which is residing at the base of our spine. This energy is known as kundalini energy in the Sanskrit. It's also known by many other names in many other cultures. So when this energy is awakened, it passes up through the spine to the top of the head and what it does is actually elongates our thoughts. So you may have a thought that comes and goes and another thought that comes and goes. And in between these thoughts is the present moment, is a space. So this present moment is a state of meditation. And when we awaken this kundalini energy, what the kundalini does is makes this space between our thoughts grow so it becomes wider so that in between our thoughts there's a space where we can just re reside in the present. Also when we're in that state of the present, when we aren't having any thoughts, we're completely alert and aware. So it's not that we fall off to sleep or uh, go into a trance or anything like that. It's um, that we're completely alert and aware, but without any thoughts. And in that state, you be become more sensitive to the energy flows within yourself. You start to feel how they work. And it's very blissful feeling. Thank you, Marcus. And we are going to be guided by uh, Sri Maladini Maladevi in one of her public programs uh, in Sydney and where she um, 
guided the meditation in a different way from other programs where she will ask you to just um, keep both your hands on your lap, palms up, and keep your right hand on your heart. She's focusing on the heart, and today's program is on the, on the heart, on the love that we experience from meditation. In the West, uh, through the rat race, um, very easily a heart can get closed by the overuse of um, uh, a channel of energy we use to express all our actions and planning for the future. And it puts a lot of pressure on our heart. Uh, our mind is overdeveloped and uh, on a still system it just puts a great pressure on the heart. So just um, remove your shoes and keep your, fight, uh, your, your feet apart if you're sitting on a chair if you're sitting on the ground, uh, stay close, cross-legged and take a few deep breaths. So again, both your hands on the lap and your palms up, so your hands open, so that you can just feel any changes that may occur in your hands. And Shimadaji is going to guide you through. Now there are problems within ourselves. We show up in our Kundalini rising, not to you, but to the people who are sitting here, who are realized souls, and when you are realized souls, you will also feel the same. At this time, the problem is on the heart. There's too much pressure on the heart. I would request all of you not to open your eyes, not to open your eyes, but put your right hand on your heart, inside your coat, jackets just on the heart. There's pressure on your heart and in the heart resides the spirit. Just put your left hand and you can ask a question, a very fundamental question within your heart. You can ask me a question within your heart, Mother, am I the spirit? Just to ask that question because you are the spirit. But just ask that question. Ask thrice. Now, while talking to you about Sahaja Yoga, I might have said something that might have upset you or might be, you might be thinking that I've done this wrong and that wrong, but forget the past. In Sahaja Yoga, there's nothing like sin when you come for your realization. It's all washed off. So don't worry about that and don't feel guilty. If you feel guilty, of course there's a problem. But you just say within yourself, in your heart, that, Mother, I am not guilty. You are not guilty at all anymore now. Anything you have done, anything that you think is very wrong, forget it for the time being. Just forget it and say it thrice, Mother, am I, I am not guilty. Now the third thing you have to ask is to say, Mother, am I my own master? Am I my own guru? Also ask this question three times. 
put both the feet on the ground in a straight way. You see, the Mother Earth helps us by that. Now you may ask a question again, <coughs> saying, Mother, am I the part and parcel of the whole? Please don't feel guilty. Please don't feel guilty. Please don't feel guilty. It's a fashion, I tell you, feeling guilty. It's a competition. Who feels more guilty? People like to have some sort of Greek tragedies artificially built around their lives. the question, am I the part and parcel of the whole? Just ask the question, please. Because collectivity comes to people who are large-hearted, who are big-hearted, big people, who are not small. Please put both the hands towards me, both the hands, and just say, Mother, I have forgiven all the people. I have forgiven everyone. Please put both the hands towards me and just forgive everyone, forgive everyone. Say, I have forgiven everyone. Mother, I have forgiven everyone. Forgive, 
Now you have to say this because I cannot go against your freedom. You are free to choose. So you have to say, Mother, may I have my realization? Will you please give me realization? of our palm facing down. We can take it from the lower abdomen and raise it slowly up. Slowly up to the top of our head. pressure on our head and slowly rotate the scalp seven times with our fingers pointing upwards as far as we can stretch them so only our palm is touching the top of our head We can slowly raise our hand above our head. And we can try and see if there's this cool breeze. It's different for every person. Can be higher, a bit lower. Sometimes it can be hot, but it'll soon be cold. It'll soon be cold. You can slowly bring your hand back down on our lap. Palms facing upwards and put our attention on the top of our head. Try, trying to feel thoughtless awareness. Letting all the thoughts go away. 
if you could achieve a um, few seconds of thoughtless awareness. It's, um, it's already something great. It takes a little bit of practice, and meditation is practiced morning and evening for five minutes. Five minutes of mental silence and thoughtless awareness is enough. So just keep your attention on top of your head till the end of this program. And um, we will have another meditation a little bit later, again focusing above our mind on the top chakra. Um, it's, um, we have been talking about the life of Shimadaji. And Shimadaji led a life of sacrifice, especially during the Indian independence struggle. But as she said many times, no one was shedding any tears. Everyone stayed united for the freedom of Mother India. Her parents went often to jail during that time and herself was tortured many times, but she would never dwell on it and preferred to focus on all the positive outcomes of these difficult times. At the age of seven, Shimadaji accompanied her father to the ashram of Mahatma Gandhi. And Gandhiji recognized a special qualities. He affectionately called uh, the young girl Nepali because of a moon-shaped face like that of a Nepali. And she spent many happy childhood days enjoying his company and life in the ashram. He would discuss various matters with her and often took her help in organizing uh, his prayers. And very subtly, in some interviews, she was sharing that according to the order of the chakras in a subtle system, she would reorganize his prayers and, and the rhymes of his prayers. So very already at such a young age, she knew, she knew already what would be the mission of her life. So it, all the glimpses into her childhood and adolescence um, show us already an insight of this great personality that she, she was. And a father who recognized the qualities was a constant source of encouragement for her to nourish and develop these qualities. He was telling her, before you develop this technique of giving a mass realization, you need to give them an experience. And he gave this analogy. Supposing we are born on a 10 story and everybody else is on the ground floor of a building and I've seen only the ground, to make them understand that there is a 10th floor, you must at least make them climb two stories so that they know that there is something above. No use talking about it otherwise. And he often told her the difference between the saints and incarnations was that the saints never realize that the people are still on the ground, that they have still to enter into the medium. Unless they are given their realization, they cannot understand. So Shimadaji from her earliest childhood, no doubt, was special. And this is on record from her own brothers and sisters, friends, teachers, followers. It's just like, um, it's just incredible um, the amount of examples we could find to talk about Shimadaji. Shimadaji was born realized like Lord Buddha and Sri Adi Shankaracharya. She attained God realization from within herself without the help of any guru. In order to understand the yearnings and problems of people, she visited and le listened to the lectures of various other so called gurus 
but was deeply distressed to see many of them were doing more harm than good to the innocent seekers of truth. She found that none of these gurus had even a preliminary awakening or stirring of the kundalini energy, yet they succeeded in fooling people with bombastic lectures or by promising superconsciousness through bizarre practices. Shumataji became concerned about this and also the people who were following these people and who were being fooled or being cheated of money. Shumataji was disturbed to see this happening and yearned to give the seekers the correct spiritual direction and the transformation required to find the joy and peace within themselves. After these encounters, her desire to share the glorious truth of spirituality as she knew it became even stronger and she felt something must be done. She then decided that she must enable the last chakra, the Sarastrara, to be awakened en masse. On the 5th of May 1970 at Nagol, a seaside village about 150 kilometres from Bombay, she got the revelation and the opening of her Sarastrara on mass, and there became a voyage for mass awakening. Her first opening of the Kundalini, in her own words, was that I saw the Kundalini, which is a primordial force within us, rising like a telescope, opening out. And then I saw the whole thing open, and a big torrential rain of beams started flowing through my head all over. I felt, I am lost, I am no more. There is only the grace. I saw it completely happening to me. Her work of spiritual salvation started in earnest from then, the divine work of giving en masse realizations to thousands. Shumataji started initially in India with just one lady, and in two years only 14 people got their realization. Symbolically, her husband got elected to the United Nations and she moved abroad, being able to start her spiritual work in the West. She first gave realization to seven people in England, helping them to cure their addictions, health problems and improve their lives. It was from the late 1960s and early 1970s that Shumataji, after having seen the marriage of her two daughters, came out in her own right and started addressing public meetings. Before that, as a lady having deep social commitments, she had worked for several charitable organisations on a voluntary basis, serving the needs of the blind, promoting the cause of Hindi and other charitable causes for the greater good of people. When she addressed public meetings, the message was of the revolutionary transformation within, which is possible in human beings, firstly at the individual level, and then at the collective mass level, which leads to a spiritual upliftment and positive change for the whole society. Since 1970, Shumataji worked tirelessly to ensure that Sahaja Yoga reached every corner of the world. Through her own travels, Sahaja Yoga is now practiced in over 80 countries, including Russia, America, Asia, Africa, and the Middle East. For Shumataji, the whole world is a family, and realisation is available to anyone who wants it, regardless of race, caste, creed, or financial status. The Divine has no knowledge of how much money everyone has in the bank or the colour of one's skin, and the Kundalini remains the same in all, regardless.
Shumadaji spent uh, nearly eight months of every year travelling, keeping to an exhaustible schedule of two days here, three days there, giving lectures, meeting people, helping them with advice and curing many of the diseases with which people find themselves afflicted. She would accept no payment for any of this. She said, how can you pay for that which is your own birthright? Can you pay for a seed to sprout for the sun to shine? Today, millions of people across the world have benefited from having their Kundalini awakened. Shumataji has also founded organisations for destitute women or orphans, health and wellbeing hospitals and other charities in her lifetime. Thank you, Marcus. And we're going to listen to a beautiful song by Vimala called Joy. Shimada Jini Maladevi, uh, 
uh, given uh, in a talk given in Santa Cruz in America in 1983. Uh, this is the answer to a question from um, an attendee. What is the true nature of death? Is it possible that you can choose not to die? What is the purpose of death? And Shimadaji replied, See, death is just like changing your clothes. So sometimes when you use too much of your clothes, you get tired. You want to change it. Like that death is. Nobody dies. There is nothing that dies except that the part that is the Mother Earth and the part that is the water falls off and you remain as you are. But if you are a realized soul, then you have a choice. If you want to be born again, you would like to be born. If you don't want to be born, you will not be born. But after realization becomes your choice. If you want to die, you can die. If you don't want to die, you, not, you need not die. But you won't because you think that let us die and come back as new people again. So, um, we are going to now listen to a talk by Shimadaji. And Weshimadaji talks more about the top chakra. And in this chakra, relating to the song we just listened before, is where we experience the joy. When you are centered, you feel emotions, of course. You might feel sadness, but you do not go to the extremes. And um, you find a lot of comfort meditating on this chakra. You find, you experience a lot of love. And um, just before to listen to this talk, um, just share an experience with you. I remember um, in in 1992, we attended to a public program in Spain, where Shimadaji was giving a lecture and giving the self-realization to people. And we were students at a time, so at the end of the program, she invited any new people who did not. Um, feel the kundalini uh, in their hands on the top of their head and um, they were having some difficulties so she invited them to to come to see her and we decided to to come along and it's quite interesting um, um, when we arrived on the stage Shimadaji um, took my hand and with a big smile and she said why why did you come your kundalini is passing and I just um, with a cheeky smile I say yes Shimadaji but I wanted to see you and um, uh, so she laughed and we, we stayed while she was helping other people. We wanted to see how she was helping people to to feel better. And uh, we were next uh, sitting on the stage and it was quite interesting. Um, uh, it was something that I, I've been using myself in programs when we, we give programs in Sydney or in the country and if someone cannot feel the, uh, the kundalini or the vibrations in their hands flowing as a cool breeze uh, there is something you can do and you can just do it yourself now you you just um, uh, with your left hand on your right palm just above you just go from your wrist to your fingers and then you cross in the middle of your hand so you just pull as if as if you pull the energy from your wrist till the end of your fingers and then from uh, the other side from the thumb you cross over your palm and you can do that a few times sometimes when we don't feel the vibrations in our hands there is kind of a, a blockage at the level of the um, 
fifth chakra, which is the level of the wrist. So by helping this energy to flow, it really, really works. So if you have difficulties to feel this energy in your hand, you can just do it for yourself. And um, you can help other people. It's what we, we did. So it was really um, I, just meeting some Tamshi energy. We really learned a lot how to help ourselves and how to help others. And Shimadaji was just compassion and love and wanted to really help people to feel better because if people feel this love and feel better within themselves, then they will automatically um, open them to others and, um, you know, be kinder to others and the world will change. So the whole purpose of Shimadaji's life was to help human humankind to get transformed so let's listen to to this talk now function is a little embarrassing for me because i was born as a very simple person and I have been an extremely simple person. I don't understand money. I don't understand hatred. I don't understand greed. I'm so simple about it. Despite that, you people came and got your realization. It's your own achievement, it's your own desires that you have achieved. I find so many children nowadays born as realized souls. So I think the time is also there that at my life, in my life itself, this was to happen. It is everybody's lot. I think like Shri Rama, then came Shri Krishna, then came Jesus, then other people. It was their time. And my time it is to give you all realization. But I must say you all have taken it very heartily, sweetly, and are using your powers to give love to others and to transform others. The other day I was talking about love. Now the love, as it is understood, is in your heart as this. But do you know the ocean of love is your sastrara? When your sastrara is filled with love, then the life is changed. You don't become a very intelligent man, a very dynamic personality, but you are nothing but love. And this love is so self-satisfying. You are not bothered if others don't love you or they love you. You don't see to that part. What you see is the enjoyment from that love. It's a tremendous ocean of love. You all have got it. And once you have entered into Sahaja Yoga, 
you know that you have entered into Sahasrara. And Sahasrara is the, I tell you, the source of all the truth. Truth is there, the complete truth. Truth is the knowledge and also the truth is love. Before we finish this program, we are going to have a final meditation. So, take the following website before we finish so that you can meditate and continue meditating until the end of the program. If you want to know more about Sahajiga, go to www.freemeditation.com. So now, sit again in a comfortable position and your hands on your lap, palms up. So all together, we're going to keep all our attention on the top chakra. without a single thought, if we can. For the next five minutes, let's all stay. In the bliss of this chakra, the thousand lotus petal, If you are new to this meditation, you can use your hand rising up from the sacrum bone, your right hand till the top of your head, and you press a little on the top chakra, on the fontanelle. And when you bring your right hand back on your lap, you keep your attention at this level. And those who have been meditating for a while, you can just try to practice to elevate your attention above the fontanelle and maintain it over there without any thoughts, just being aware of what's happening inside, in your hands, in your chakras, in your awareness, any changes that occur. When the attention is on the top chakra, in silence, the heart's open. There is a strong connection between the heart and the center of this chakra, the Sahasra chakra. 